This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sports Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday, the 11th of March. In your sport today, the NRL's 11th hour rule changes. Another AFLW season could be right around the corner. Novak Djokovic misses out again. And cricket's latest viral video. This is your sport today. We start today with Rugby League because the new NRL season kicked off last night. Uh, I'm already 0-1 in my tipping, and that's because the Panthers beat the Sea Eagles 28-6. Loose, I reckon I should have just stuck with the team that won the comp last year. I always go rogue with my tips too, so I can't blame you, Sam. (laughs) The Panthers, they didn't do much wrong. They kept the best player in the world, Manly's Tom Travojevic, really quiet, and that's one of the main reasons they won their 18th straight game at home. Sam, I know you love trivia, so here's one to remember. If someone ever asks you who scored the first try of the 2022 season, the answer is Panther centre Isaac Tago. Isaac Tago, yeah, didn't have him in my fantasy team either, so it was a bad night for me. Uh, The footy (laughs) is back loose, and there was a fair bit going on before the game yesterday because the NRL announced heaps of changes to the Judiciary and Match Review Committee. Yeah, this literally came out hours before kickoff yesterday, and we're talking some pretty big changes as well. So in the past, players received points when they were charged for high tackles and things like that. These points determined how many games they'd be suspended for and players could get discounts or even more points depending on their record at the judiciary. But that system is gone and it means players with a long charge sheet can relax because everyone starts 2022 with a clean slate. Yep, so players will now get a fine or a suspension depending on what they are charged with, so it should be a little bit easier to understand. I'll put a link to how the new system works in the episode notes. The final round of the AFLW season kicks off tonight. Luce, I can tell you're pretty excited, uh, but it looks like we won't have to wait too much longer for the next season to begin. Reports say it could start as early as August. Yeah, no decision has been made, but the AFL Commission has talked about bringing the seventh season of the competition forward. There are a few things to consider here, and the big one is that there are four new teams set to join the comp, so they'll need enough time to complete their squads. One of the reasons they want to start the season earlier is so players don't have to worry about the extreme heat in summer. This year's comp was delayed a month because of COVID, and it meant the AFLW had to go up against the Ashes and the Australian Open, so a later start would get rid of that competition. Yeah, that's right. But as we've mentioned before, there are a number of players who have suffered serious knee injuries. So if the comp starts in August, it'll mean they'll end up spending two seasons on the sidelines. Australia's men's and women's cricket teams are in action this weekend. Uh, The women's team plays New Zealand on Sunday in the Women's World Cup. And tomorrow, the men's side plays Pakistan in a second test. Loose, the first test was a draw on a lifeless pitch and Pakistan officials have admitted that's exactly what they wanted. Yeah, Aussie captain Pat Cummins said after the test he was pretty sure the pitch was made to be slow and not very bouncy, so Australia's strong pace attack would be ineffective. Well, 
He was spot on. Pakistan Cricket Board Chairman and former player Ramiz Raja said that was the plan and we can expect to see more of it because the pitches will be made to suit Pakistan's players. It's not unusual for pitches to suit the home team, but it's not often we hear it so blatantly. The dull first test pitch upset a lot of people, one being a Pakistan minister who said he was extremely disappointed in the dead pitch. Well, Australia will be hoping there's more life in the next pitch because they only took four wickets in Royal Pindi in that first test. The pitch in Karachi is expected to turn, so the Aussies could play two spinners. Mitch Swepson might be making his debut. We'll find out tomorrow when the second test starts at 4pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Watch it on Foxtel and KO. The tennis news now, and one of the big stories this year has been Novak Djokovic's vaccination status. We know that he's unvaxxed, and that cost him a chance to play at the Australian Open. And loose, it also means he can't play in the US. Yeah, US health regulations say that non-American citizens who are not immigrants must be vaccinated against COVID-19 if they want to travel into the US. Djokovic had been automatically entered into Masters 1000 events at Indian Wells in California and the Miami Open, but withdrew yesterday knowing he couldn't get into the US. Masters events are one level down from the four majors and worth lots of prize money and ranking points. Novak has won about $200 million dollars so he probably won't miss the cash but he'll miss the points on offer as he tries to get the number one ranking back yeah he lost the number one spot to russia's daniel medvedev earlier this year uh, indian wells will see the return of the men's doubles pair that won the aussie open title that's the special case nick kyrgios and tanasi kokonakis they're playing both singles and doubles uh, you can watch it all on foxtel and ko today's trivia question brought to you by sportsmate mobile who did the special case beat in the australian open men's doubles final this year loose give us a clue well sam they were also an australian doubles pair We couldn't lose in that final loose. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. Let's go to some football news now that broke last night. Uh, Chelsea owner Roman Abramovich has been sanctioned by the UK government because of his connection to Russian President Vladimir Putin. Loose, what does this mean for him and the club? Well, Abramovich and six other Russian businessmen have had their assets frozen, and that includes football club Chelsea. Abramovich was trying to sell the club to avoid something like this happening, but that's going to have to wait now. Chelsea can still play games, but there are restrictions. Only season ticket holders can go to matches, and that's because the club isn't allowed to generate any revenue while this is going on. It means they can't sell tickets to games, they can't sell merchandise, and they can't sign new players for the time being. This is a big deal because Chelsea is one of the biggest clubs in the UK. Uh, They won last year's UEFA Champions League final and they recently won the Club World Cup. Uh, We'll see how this affects them because they play in Norwich City in the English Premier League this morning. We're going back to Pakistan because Aussie captain Pat Cummins shared a video last night that's gone absolutely viral all over the internet. Uh, Loose, I reckon the only person not laughing at this one is wicketkeeper Alex Carey. 
Yeah, probably not laughing. And I hope there's someone's giving him a towel because <laughs> it was quite wet as well. The video shows the Aussie team arriving at their hotel in Karachi and Kerry walking around the pool fully dressed with his backpack on. Kerry gets distracted talking to someone behind him and takes too many steps in the wrong direction and he ends up in the pool. <laughs> Everyone absolutely loses it as Kerry wades through the water to get out. We're not sure if this was a prank or accidental, but either way, Kerry was completely drenched and he had his phone on him as well. Absolute nightmare scenario. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. He tosses his phone out of the pool before he gets out. Uh, there's been no sympathy from his teammates either. They've all reposted it on their own social media pages <laughs> with lots of laughing emojis. I've, of course, put a link to the video in the episode notes so you can watch it. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye. What's coming up? It is a big weekend of sport, loose. I'll be watching the Players Golf Championship uh, and lots of footy and cricket, most of it on KO and Foxtel. How about you? I'm very excited to wander down to the local Oval Victoria Park to watch Collingwood take on Richmond in the AFLW and I'll be watching every other game as well, which you can watch on Foxtel, KO or Channel 7. <laughs> Right, lots of sport this weekend. Lucy, checking a bit out in person. Uh, as for today's trivia question, brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, who did the special case? That's Kyrgios and Kokonakis beat in the men's doubles final at the Australian Open this year. Luce, who was it? It was another Aussie pair, as I mentioned, Matthew Ebden and Max Purcell. Yep, they lost to the special case, 7-5-6-4. All right, that's us done for the week. Uh, A big thanks to everyone who has subscribed to our new weekday newsletter and listened to our new tipping podcast. Don't forget your tips. If you haven't yet and you want to, I've put links to them in your episode notes. Have a great weekend of sports. We'll catch you on Monday.